does the soil go on and which one does the asbestos go on? I think it's pre lunchtime. We went we went to the uh, the new hotel Newtown Hotel the other night where Cactus Juice was mm. and uh, we walked out and Michelle was just like you know what? It just really it's so nice to see how just a regular pub will just embrace queerness. And I'd just be like, okay, so first off, A, we're on the eve of Mardi Gras, and B, mm. the Newtown Hotel is a gay pub. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's got a huge trans flag on the wall. They do um, tranny bingo all the time, which is what it's called. I'd argue that every pub in Newtown is a gay every pub. Every pub in Newtown I mean, is a gay there's pub. No real sh- yeah, there's no, there's no <laughs> real straight pub in Newtown. You know, like, yeah. where do the straights go in Newtown? Oh, dude, I can- Fucking ex- Guzman and Gomez. <laughs> Slowly followed by a bunch of Hispanic twinks. Yeah. Just, no, the straightest pub in Newtown is Webster's on the corner. Yeah, But even yeah. then, you've still got a chock-a-block full of non-binary bartenders. Yeah. And then they still, you still go and you're like, yeah, every third person here is definitely, you know, wolfed down a chode at some point. Bro, because we did Untamed last night and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll do what you guys want to talk about, which is, for anyone listening, that's the thing where it's like, audience gives in topics and then we riff on it. A topic came up about... um. Or diverse voices. Mm-hmm. And that was the topic. They yeah. gave you diverse voices. Diverse voices. And you immediately started doing well, I, Indian. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, well, I was just like, because uh, I hadn't thought about this for a bit a while ago. I see what you think of this. It did not fly in the room, but I was like, man, I swear to God, there's something funny here. That I'm like, the left's whole thing about we need to raise immigrant voices. Mm-hmm. That's really important. We need to raise immigrant voices. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as someone who, for me, as someone who comes from an immigrant family, trust me, they don't like you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah, man. The left don't know that they're shooting themselves in the foot with that one. I'm like, you're th- you're, you think you're going to get Malala Yousafzai. That's not the case. Nah, man. She's in Oxford butting up to Hermione Granger. Yes. You're just going to get fucking Pradeep. Yeah. Who hates gay people. He's, that's what I'm saying. They'd be like, we have to listen to him. We have to listen to him. I'm like, your worst nightmare is an immigrant with a microphone. I'm telling you. Oh my God. What does he have to say? He gets up, does a 10 minute speech on corrective rape. He's that's like, what, it works. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Where it's like, you're going to be a non-binary person. Be like, and next up is Muhammad. And he's going to go, thank you, Anna. Thank you, little boy. <laughs> first think, first thought right off the bat, death by a thousand fires to Anna. Dude, I misgendered someone at a gig last night. I was floundering, mm. and these three people had walked in, a uh, two men and a female presenting person. Mm. And then I'm like, great, I bombed in front of the new people. You two look like my dad. And lady, uh, you look like a girl I wanted to impress when I was 22. Nice. Because she did. Mm. And then very sweetly, she goes, uh, they're not actually my pronouns. Oh, dude, fucking. No, 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 no. She said it really nice. And then I watched her almost go, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, and yeah. I go, hey, I'm really sorry. That's and I just got flummoxed because in my head I'm like I didn't use any fucking pronouns, mm. but I'm like and then I had to be like no hold on hold on this okay. isn't the fight. Sure, sure. You sure. called her a lady. Just fucking and I was like that's yeah cool. I'm sorry, uh, gents. You got you guys seem cool. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of the gate, and I was like oh fuck you seem cool. Sorry, I didn't mean that, ma'am. And then I misgender her again. Man, I'm like fucking. There's so much potential for you and I to just become like old whiskey comics. <laughs> That just haven't been sober on stage in years. It's like, actually, those are my pronouns. And be like, so what are you then, a guy? What are you then, a fucking dude? 
Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, okay. And then, God bless them, they came up to me afterwards and be like, I felt really bad for yelling that out. I just didn't know what to do. I felt like a deer in the headlines. I'm like, no, you I are totally you fine. You to make it about you. Yeah, <laughs> well, then, a comic came up after me, made it worse when, are you the non-binary chick? Amazing. And then they go, uh, well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm non-binary. And they go, sweet, that you're the one that Sam... Fucked up, right? You're the lady that Sam made the error. Like, mm-hmm. and then looks at me, and I'm just sitting there because it's a tiny little gig. And then he goes, "That's the one you fucked up with, right, brother? Are your pronouns brother?" And I just had to be like, "Let's not do this, man. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Let's not do this, Who dude." Was this person? <laughs> oh, dude, shut up! <laughs> I was like, he did do something that I've never been able to do before, uh-huh. and that is make a black guy laugh so hard that he walks around the room. Oh, that's pretty good. And I'm like, fuck, man. I aspire to that level. Yeah, you got to figure out how to do that, dude. What? How, how did he do it? With a terrible joke. Oh, okay, all right. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was awful, but it was race baiting. And, it, uh, and, and, yeah. and this dude just got up, fucking slapped his knee, walked around the room, and immediately it made the joke seem so much cooler. Of course. And I was yeah. like, fuck, like, man. Damn, that's good. That's what I need to get to. Man, I actually think I've... I don't, I, in my time... In terms of stand-up, I think I actually have a pretty good radar for uh, trans chicks in the audience. Mine is normally quite good, and I fucked up with this one. Yeah, right. Mm. I, I fucking... Remember when we were at Guilt Free in Brisbane? Mm. I nailed, like, right on the head where I was like, you're trans, right? Yeah, all right. And, and the chick was like, yeah. And I'm like, fucking knew it. Like, I was like, <laughs> fucking knew it. And she was, she was 100%. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone else was like, oh, I didn't even notice. I was like, how could you not? <laughs> Alex Milinkovic, I'm dick like, detective. I have genuinely, I've been playing so much Batman Arkham Knight. And so when he goes, like, when you're in. Uh, yeah, please explain the connective tissue with that. Like, so when, when you're in, like, an area where there's a bunch of enemies and you want to do a move or something, sometimes Batman will talk to himself to give himself you a hint where he'll be uh-huh. like maybe I should go through the wall yeah, they won't sure. see that coming I have that with trans chicks in the audience yeah. where I'm like <laughs> you've, got a, yeah. you've got a Batman voice and being like just better double check those shoulders yeah 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 <laughs> I shouldn't misgender her <laughs> <laughs> someone might take that the wrong way press circle to ruin your career <laughs> <laughs> press circle that's a wig right that's a yeah, wig you're right, wearing right. yeah yeah Okay, this country's going to the dog. <laughs> this country's going to the fucking <laughs> swirl in your whiskey glass. <laughs> I remember when the good guys wore red blue hats and the bad guys wore red hats and yeah, you had a dick or a vagina and that was it. That's why Newcastle rips because we just did Untamed in Newcastle. And oh my, th- those uh, those guys are so happy to just let you go. Whichever yeah. way you feel like, as mm. long as it's not um, jacking yourself off. Yeah, or hateful. Or hateful. Yeah. Like, but they'll give you that buffer of, we're going to see where this goes first. Just, yeah, I was like, I, I, they, dude, I've ne- I, I don't like emceeing, but at the top of the MC spot, I was like, very, like, it was a bunch of racial stuff at the top. They were just like, rewarding. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, there's just zero, like, the, rarely do you catch a room with like, very little white guilt right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. It, we've eased out of the white guilt a little. With the exception of certain spaces, like we were talking just before, I just came from this weird sort of corporate-esque gig at 4.30 in the afternoon for a, for a good co- for a nice company. They were a good crowd. Mm. But the moment I tried to say anything that was vaguely like sensitive, yeah, yeah. immediately yeah. just... They were like, oh, we can't. The boss is here. And if you've noticed, all of us but one are white. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, fuck. Dude, it, you don't even have to get racial for that shit. The last two weeks, people being like, um, again, and what do you guys want to talk about? Being like, 
uh, a topic. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did Taylor Swift and everyone fucking seized up. Dude, it happened again last night when someone said Taylor Swift. And you can just feel people in the room be like, don't. Yeah. Just don't. Like, it, in a way that, like, people, like, fucking say you support Hamas. Do whatever you need to do to get out of this situation. Yeah. This is too awkward. Because there was one chick at the back that was like, fuck her, I think she's hunched back and stupid. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there was like a whole table of people that flew in from the US to see it. This was last night I'm talking yeah. about. Um, and I'm like, this is the most uncomfortable I've been on stage because no one is willing to go to the other side even a little bit. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's really taliban the whole thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you are either in the Jeep or you're not. Yeah. And it's sort of like, it, but like, it's like there's no spot for, maybe it's not just Swift. Maybe it's everything. There's no spot for casual indifference. Like, mm. I am so casually indifferent to Taylor Swift being here. I'm like, yeah, sure, you know, give yeah. them fucking, give them bread and circus. I don't care. It's not for me. Well, there's nothing funny about casual indifference. There's That's nothing the funny about casual, unless you're casually indifferent to something awful. Yeah, which with Taylor Swift, which is something that's actually something you should be casually indifferent about. Mm. When you get given that as a topic, you sort of do have to take a hard stance in yeah, some way or true. another. And no matter what you do, you're fucked. You end up being sideshow Bob when you keep standing on all when the rakes. rakes. Yeah, it's you're a, absolutely fucked. It's this uh, fucking go because I tried to play both sides of the fence. I was like, well, I see why she's big, but obviously, I mean, you're not going to get a tattoo of some of her fucking lyrics, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and everyone on all sides is like, now you're losing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you got people like the, the group that flew, and they're like, "We have three Taylor Swift tattoos." Like, I'm calling them retarded to their face, but I'm like, "Bah, I like some of stuff." But you're probably wrong, and maybe you're old, and like everyone's just like, none of us like you anymore. 1989 was, you know, it was an undeniably game-changing album, but Ryan Adams did it better. I don't and know what to tell people you. People don't know enough about Taylor Swift to fucking actually get into it because people just know that they like her or they don't. Yeah. If you go like, you're like, well, yeah, folklore was good, but let's be real, she stole that off of Phoebe Bridges. Yeah. Now it's unrelatable. So you're fucked every way you go. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're absolutely screwed. It's Where it's not like, fair. Yeah, she did. It was a good album, but let's be real. She saw it worked for Phoebe Bridges and she was yeah. like, maybe this is a take. And then fucking, I said that, I, I said that when we did it. Yeah. And then everyone got fucking yeah. weird. Well, because they don't know who, they're probably not, what's who's Phoebe Bridges? Who doesn't know who Phoebe fucking Bridges is. Brother, you have no idea. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, last, again, last night, right? Someone yelled out, um, one of the topics was Megan Thee Stallion versus Nicki Minaj because you probably don't know this, but they're having a beef right now. I do actually know okay, that. Okay, right? And Megan Thee Stallion released a diss track called Hiss, which is an okay diss track. And it's like, there's a couple things pointed at Nicki Minaj during uh -huh. it. And then Nicki Minaj took that personally and released a diss track back to her just being like, well, your mom's dead. So how about that? For like two and a half minutes. And it's unhinged. Like she has like a voicemail thing where she's like, I know what you did, Megan. I know she names her. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I know what you did, Megan. And your mom's dead. Your mom's fucking dead, you fucking bitch. Fuck you. Like no beat. And, and obviously I was like, so I'm going to go just because Megan produced a song. Yeah. Nicki Minaj had a manifesto. You know what I mean? I'm like, Megan Thee Stallion. But I was like, but it's sad because I like Nicki Minaj because it's undeniable that she made female rap cool. Yes. Like, she was the one that everybody went like, all right, we can't really talk shit anymore. Dude, I distinctly remember when Super Bass came out and I had never heard anything like that. And Super Bass still kind of slaps. Super Bass still slaps. I mean, look, it is, it's one of the more poppy ones of hers, but like, I, and this is what I said then. I was like, I think a huge, like you can almost pinpoint the shift between like wh where it was, where it's like on the line, 
before female rap was cool and after was when she did her verse on Monster, uh-huh. right, with Kanye West. Yes. When she did that verse and everyone was like, she outrapped everyone mm-hmm. on the song. Everyone went, okay, all right, there's something here that's good. And I was trying to explain that and this fucking table goes, well, she couldn't have possibly have done that without Queen Latifah. And I was like, who the fuck cares about Queen Latifah? <laughs> and and then this guy was this so that was coming from an older person, and then the this young guy in front of them went, Yeah, well they're right though. Like she couldn't have done it with Queen Latifah. I'm like, listen to the words that are fucking coming out of my mouth. No one has done it bigger than Nicki Minaj. She opened the gate in a way no one has. Queen Latifah had to pivot into movies. She I was like, So I like Shark Tale. Yeah. As much as the next guy. Burning Down the House was a pretty good movie. And then, then after that, this guy, this is what I mean by like no one fucking knows. In terms of musical, just general knowledge, it doesn't exist anymore. Because then I was like, I was like, Queen Latifah, are you fucking serious? And they were like, well, what about Salt and Pepper? I'm like, <laughs> the moment a hip hop conversation comes down to Salt and Pepper, Dude. even I know that I'm like, it's over. We're not, th- we're like, not talking I'm about this anymore. Kill myself on stage. Are you kidding? Salt and Pepper. This is what I'm saying. It's like, and I'm like, I'm not even being elitist anymore. I'm saying shit that should be common knowledge. But that's what I mean. It's like, so you go Phoebe Bridges, Taylor Swift. People immediately are like, who the fuck is Phoebe Bridges? Yeah. I'm like, I, I get it. Culture is so splintered. And no one knows anything common anymore. It's not like we all watch the same fucking TV shows anymore. Mm. We all have our own things. We all have our own references now. The common knowledge is not common at all anymore. And so it's an, and even further to the point, it's fucking annoying when someone says Taylor Swift, and then you're like, all right, let's talk about Taylor Swift. Yeah. And they go, well, like, well, don't talk about it deeply because then you'll lose me. I'm like, all right, well then, I what the all fuck? Right. I'll just be in the corner going and fucking myself then, yeah. shall I? I don't know what to tell you. I don't want to tell anyone that listens to Taylor Swift or doesn't. I was like, just do it or or don't. But anyway, all this to say is that I'm really upset that my fucking immigrant joke didn't work. (laughs) Because I was like, it's a good point. Like, there's a reason every WOG votes liberal. Yeah. Liberal party in Australia. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like my dad's favorite prime minister was John Howard. And also, I'll fucking fucking fight and argue with a white anti-vaxxer. I'm not doing that with people who have come from countries where the government is always trying to pull one over on yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, dude, I, you don't trust them. completely get it. Where are you from? Bosnia and Herzegovina. <laughs> Whatever, man. That's crazy. That's crazy that you're from both of those places. You, you could be from two places. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, man. I get it. I get it. You know what? You don't want to get vaxxed. You don't want to get vaxxed. None of my business. No, no ethnics I know wanted to be vaccinated. We all just did it because we were like, they won't let us fucking do anything they won't let us go to the pub and complain they'll close down the fruit shop if i don't get vaccinated (laughs) the apples need me yeah i need the jab it's like so they're literally threatening to take away livelihood so yeah that's how you got but there was zero ethnics that were like just here for my vaccination please (laughs) (laughs) not a single one and i'd wager that there was there was most people didn't show up like that. No, I I, I went remember up, the day that you and I went. The entire line was like, "Fuck, we have to get this fucking <laughs> yeah, thing." Yeah, it was this resignation of defeat. Yeah, it was no. still there's still that Australian attitude of like we're still getting told what to do, and we're not a huge fan of that. Yeah, but when, this isn't America, so I guess we'll just do it. It was 800 people long, all people just going like, "I'm just doing this so I can get fucked up with my friends again." Yes, I'm sick of Camperdown Park. Yeah. Oh man, 
I remember distinctly. I can't remember. I, I, how long have we been doing this podcast? 18 months? That we, we used to all go get hammered in Camperdown Park. And there was this one final afternoon where there was a whole bunch of us. It was the afternoon where Ian McCarthy smoked too much weed. That's right. And we had to carry him back. After him gloating about his weed tolerance. I've never seen anything like that. Me neither. I've never seen someone green out to a point of like, they're not even in their body anymore. Yeah. Like, I've never, I didn't even know that could happen. And you know what? I will happily tolerate that if you didn't spend the first 45 minutes saying how much of a great weed tolerance you have. Was it really? Yeah, the whole time. That's because great. I was like, hey man, just a heads up, this is strong shit. I, I smoke a lot of weed. Like, yeah, this nice. is strong stuff, just so you know. It's why I rolled a small joint for four people. Right. And he's like, man, my weed tolerance is fine. And then we have to fucking, I have to call my ex-girlfriend at the time to be like, can you please come help me with Ian McCarthy? Yeah, we have to lug him, him into the backseat. He's like, I'm fucking fine, fuck off. <laughs> and then fucking... I think like three weeks later, that's when lockdown lifted and the pubs were open at limited capacity. And uh, Ian went, oh, what if we go to Camperdown Park? And way too rudely, I just went, no fucking way, yeah, dude. Yeah. I am done with drinking in the park. Yeah. We are not doing that shit again. It was fun for a little bit. It was fun for the first three months. Yeah. And then it got old really fucking quickly. Yeah, I'm just sick of having like grass fucking rashes and shit. I'm like, this is crazy, dude. And everyone's like, no, it's kind of fun. You don't get to piss anywhere. <laughs> it's great. Did you remember fucking when we were in Camperdown Park, where everyone would go piss down the alley, and the moment you hit the road before you get to the alley, you just could just smell a wave it. of fresh Camperdown piss. <laughs> And you would still put in the effort to like try hide behind the car. Like yeah. not everyone is doing the exact same thing. Like everyone's just pissing right there, still right outside of a house. Genial, even in like a semi-apocalypse where it's like, well, I don't. People are dying, but I don't want anyone to potentially see my weenie. I don't want anyone <laughs> to see my little weenie here. We should have been. I can't. In hindsight, it's crazy that we weren't more angry about the situation. You know what I mean? We were still just going on with life as regular. Mm. And be, I'm like, why? we should have just p been pissing directly in the middle of Camperdown Park and be like, hurry it the fuck up. Where's the vaccine, dude? <laughs> Until then, this is my protest. We should have been taking statement shits in the graveyard. Yeah. Being like, I'm taking a dump on this cunt who came over on the third fleet. I'm using, you said I can be out for an hour. This is what I've chosen. This is what I'm doing. To be out with my hour. I am excreting all three fluids in the next 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes, all right? Do something about it. Yeah. Get your scientists on it. I was getting deeply placated with JobKeeper though. Like that really just kept. Oh yeah, me. that's true. That was we were we were all the kangaroos at Australia Zoo. Yeah, we were just like seven hundred and fifty dollars a week straight to the dome for nothing. Beautiful. Like, oh, it's kind of mad. Dude, it's, that's going to make you lounge out. It's it was awesome, and I feel adequate adequate compensation for how much I was losing my mind. Where I'm like, I remember when lockdown ended. I, I it's not until it ended that I realized I had gotten quite agoraphobic. Yes, like I the am. idea of like going outside. I was like, I don't know if it's right. good out there. At sunlight. I remember getting really anxious before just walking the dog. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, I gotta go outside. Dude, it took me fucking forever. I mean, only I think in the last six months have I started like being cool with going outside again. Like regular, like without thinking about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, sure, yeah. Because I think for the first, yeah, like after that, the, every time I went outside, I was very conscious that I was outside. Yeah. I'm like people. And you see right. someone walking down the path towards you and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Keep your goddamn mouth away from me. Like everything. You're just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I only, in the, yeah, in the last six months started being like, okay, yeah, we're back to normal, dude. I can go fucking have a coffee, have a little cappuccino, have a sit down. And now we've never had more COVID in Sydney. Yeah. And no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck because they're not on TV every day being like, 
you're going to die, and you're going to be responsible for your grandmother's 250 death. people died today. I reckon a solid 40 to 70 people died today just on average in they, Australia. Remember they were showing faces on TV where it's like, this cunt had it. He's the reason your grandma's dead. Yeah. It was like, this one tried to cross the border. Shame. 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 Insane, and then dude. it cuts to him. He's like, "I haven't seen my bloody family for seven months. I'm going crazy. And I just, like, I, d- I did a negative test." <laughs> and you're like, "You are a piece of Drag shit." This cunt out by his fucking eyeballs. I can't afford to make a living. I'm going broke. My family's up in Queensland. I just need to get back to them. Oh, fucking! You're the worst <laughs> scum we've ever fucking seen. Nazi. Put him on Channel Nine. I remember fucking talking to a chick, and she was like, "I'd rather they have tanks in the street." That's because she's never lived in a fucking country where there's tanks in the yeah, street. I know, isn't that crazy? You fucking, are you obsessed? So what insane fuck, to say. Dude? I remember being like, yo, like I laughed because I was like, you're being silly. And she was like, I genuinely mean it with my entire soul. And I, I was like, that's only bad. Like, what's yeah. the good? And she's like, well, then people will stay inside. And then I'm like, yeah, but once tanks are out in the street, like, it's kind of hard to roll that back. Yes. the tanks are out in the yeah. street. And you know what? That, 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 all right, you guys were good. The tanks are going the away. The tanks are going away. <laughs> no, dude, the moment that happens, that's the other one where that's the streets won't forget. Yeah. When the government put tanks on Abercrombie Street, yeah. we're like, oh, this is going to fucking change everything. 100%. All of a sudden, there's a mini arms race in Australia for the first time since the Korean War. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, that's what, I mean, you started to feel, that, dude, I think there was arresting anger after COVID that never got answered because they were just like, hey guys, no more lockdowns. We're all vaccinated. Yay, we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just fading <laughs> off. Just, yeah, go back to work. Yay. And we were all like, oh, fuck, because we were just so happy to go back outside. And mm. so we just let it slide. Yeah. But I think now with the cost of living, that like bubbling up, because everyone's been fucking tense. People are tense. And seeing that dude from Woolies on that interview. <sighs> Bradley I, Banducci. Yeah. Dude. I, I, dude, honestly. That cunt needs to be put on 24-7 surveillance. <laughs> that, that was one of the most beautiful botches. Brother. I'm like, oh, you are not. You are, for the next little while at least, you are not safe. But, and also, I get kind of fucking annoyed because also they dressed him up like a cashier, right? Yes. So he's like, oh, I'm, I'm part of the everyman. It's like, no, dude. you. This is. I was just watching a Fergus Neal video about it. Mm. They made record profit in the world of any supermarket chain last mm. year. There's 23 million people, yeah, and they made more money than Walmart that has a 380 million person market. Yeah, he's like fucking hang them. (laughs) Are you serious? I know, isn't that crazy? And the fact, dude, the fact that he was wearing the uniform is one of the most insulting things. Because that, to me, I'm like, remember how we were talking about that wealth class that doesn't even realize there are poor people? Yes, you know what I mean. That it's like they're so far removed that they don't even register it as like life form yeah the, the kind of the kind of class that think that wearing a name badge will ingratiate you to glenda who is the checkout girl like we're gonna watch it and be like oh he works there. oh, <laughs> oh he just works there oh he must be at the checkouts oh yeah the ceo of Woolworths right. uh, is also packing shells that's right that makes a lot of sense what what whoever had that decision honestly first off fire them what a dickhead pr move yeah but to them they're like they're dumb 
the regular public is going to be retarded. Yeah. Put on the Woolies jersey, put on the name badge, and just fucking wing it. <laughs> wing yeah. it, dude. They're stupid. We, we as a collective proletariat have now gotten very good at sniffing out rich cunts trying to be poor. Yeah, man. Like, and you can, like, you, you see it in the fucking inner west. Like, you can clock it now. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, brother, if you, I know if you took that shirt off, shirt off you have jetpack tan. I know. I know there's a fucking jetpack. You have perfectly white strips on the shoulders burnt <laughs> everywhere else. You know when you can smell an investment property in someone's cologne? A hundred percent. When you do that thing where it's like, uh, you know, like it's because I fucking love a nice cologne, but you've got eau de toilette, which yes. is the cheap shit, yes. right? It's just a spray. It's six and skin. Ooh, the toilet. <laughs> Ooh, the toilet. That's how rich people describe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Ew, the toilet. Ew, the toilet. You smell like a toilet. <laughs> A nice toilet, but a toilet. A toilet nonetheless. A toilet Jean-Paul Gaultier took a shit in. <laughs> and then you've got Eau de Parfum, which is a little level above. And then I've only been able to get this cologne once. It's a Tom Ford cologne. It's 480 bucks. Mm -hmm. And it mixes with the oil in your skin and stays in your skin for about two to three days. Wow. So you pay 480 bucks. It took me 18 months to go through it. Maybe two years. That's great. You need one, two sprays. You smell amazing for two days, regardless of your showering Tom state. Ford's colognes are also by far the funniest because they're, they're literally like called like Fuck. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Tom yeah, yeah. Ford, fuck. I think that mine was just called wood. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, like, it smells like wood. And you're like, oh my God, it does. Yeah. But you can smell when a cologne mixes with the oils in someone's skin once you've worn it. And that, when I smell that on someone, mm. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, man. Somebody owns a spot in Southport, don't yeah. they? Yeah, dude. I don't trust anybody that doesn't get their cologne from Chemist Warehouse. Dude, I better be smelling David Beckham on you. Yes. Or you're on the chopping block. 100%. Next. I'm like, I'll give you Sauvage even. You're all the way up to Sauvage. You're allowed Sauvage. You're allowed Sauvage. Provided you pronounce it Savage. That fucking perfume better have been behind the lock and key at Chemist Warehouse <laughs> that you had to get the security guard to open. And then you're one of us. That's a beautiful... It's like, it goes, it goes fucking uh, deodorant, my chemist warehouse, my chemist warehouse lock and key... Maya, David Jones, yes. straight to Burberry. Yeah. And then some poor little valet goes and gets it for you. Yes. Yeah. That was one of the most insane things I've ever fucking seen, dude. And so that's what I'm saying. I think after all that COVID anger needs to go somewhere. Yeah. And I think it's going into the cost of living crisis. Mm. And I think when you see someone like that where it's like, well, we don't know where the money went. Do you guys know? <laughs> I just work here. <laughs> Dude, I just finished a deli shift. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell you how much chickens we've got <laughs> yeah, left, but yeah. I, I don't know yeah. where the fucking profit. And you got a bunch yeah. of farmers being yeah. like, they blackmailed us. <laughs> they directly blackmailed us to give them the blackberries. They stifled <laughs> our competition. They're choking yeah. us out. And there's like, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I've been trying to separate Cocoa Pops and regular rice bubbles for six hours. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. What? <laughs> How much are Red Rock Deli chips now? Oh, that's crazy. Nine dollars. I've never done anything wrong. Listen to my voice. <laughs> Do this also. I think it's just the accent works against you, unfortunately. Yeah, it, it really does. inherently evil about a white South African accent. It's rough, man. It's rough. There's a reason that you always like, like blood diamond miners in movies and yeah. shit. It's, Serbians had their own cross to bear. We had to be eco-terrorists for a little bit in the 90s. In that's the movies. true. And this is your thing. Yeah, you, sorry, man, you stuck. You're mining adamantium in the Congo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really pretty sure Woolworths is run through a shell corporation based in Sierra Leone. <laughs> when you fucking open your mouth, 
honestly, it's impossible to tell where the Fruit Loops come from after they've been, you know, through our processing <laughs> center. That's great. We don't, you know, we can't actually guarantee that they are conflict-free Fruit yeah. Loops. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. It's And I tell you what, Coles, Coles are pivoting a lot better than Woolies at the moment because mm. the moment they, they did that... um. They launched the commission into price gouging in supermarkets. Coles immediately were like, uh-oh, jigs up. We're dropping all our prices. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Coles, have, Coles are like, okay, okay, okay. Game's up, guys. Let's yeah. fucking, let's make everything affordable. Or most things, let's make a couple of things affordable. Sure. Um, but Woolies are just fucking steamrolling through it with this fucking Bond villain in charge. Yeah, at least Coles sort of tries. Like, they'll give you the autism quiet hour or whatever. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, Woolies doesn't give a fuck if you're autistic. No. Woolies, is every time you go through, it's fucking just the top 100 at 11. Yeah. All the way through being like, it's a disco while you're getting fucked. <laughs> Welcome to disco fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a two for three in aisle 14. At least the autism quiet hour gives you, it makes the tone of how solemn everything is right now actually sort of makes sense. It, when you're quiet in coals and you're like, LCMs are like $11 and it's dead silent. It's appropriate. Yeah. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's, it's sort of like this deep, morbid sort of like, I guess this is what it is to be alive. They're like, we're not going to dance this up with fucking Dominic yeah. Fike. But the, 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 the fucking sensory gangbang you get walking into Woolies, that will spark revolution. Yes. Like, it's like, this is, I'm really fucking, I, because I, we, we're all fucking neurodivergent. Sure. But, I the I have a real I really struggle shopping at Woolies like there's just so much going on. It's like getting a fucking cheesy mat scroll from a Culture Kings. Yeah, where it's like, can't <laughs> is nowhere safe. Can I just enjoy my day without just getting fucked? Can I just in relax? every sense where everything is like porn, f- music, porn, music, porn, music. Now f- fucking in your ear and then a fucker deep in her ass while you're getting bananas yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit and then you get off the, and then the light rail has like Garnia Nevera put it on your fucking nipples <laughs> <laughs> you're getting your car driving behind a bus like <laughs> Supre for the slut in you and you're like what the fuck, fuck? white fox come as hard come as you as can you possibly while you're driving come fantasize leave your wife <laughs> Oh, have you heard this term? This I heard this term for the first time. Blansom. To describe a handsome man that is boring looking. You know, oh, like oh, stock yeah, standard, Blansom? I, I reckon I'm probably Blansom. Nah. I think I'm Blansom. I don't think you and I are Blansom. I think I'm Blansom. You're not. I'm Blansom. Yeah, all right, fine. You are. Fuck. Thank you. Just redefine a term I just introduced to you. I'm handsome in a bland way. No. No, 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 no. No. I look regular. No, you do not look fucking regular, dude. I look regular. <laughs> Body dysmorphia for one. <laughs> you do not look, look regular at all. Normal. You have a face. Kiss me, prove me wrong. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was all a bland ploy. <laughs> Dude, I, I I made um I thought this was a huge fuck up, right? Um, but I I made uh, what I thought was a huge social faux pas. Um, so. I come home Wednesday night after the gig, right? Yeah. Artie's got uh, a special friend around, uh, Rory, and they're great. Rory, Rory's a vibe. But I was a little stoned, and there was chocolates in the fridge, and they're having a lovely time on the couch, and Artie yeah. was very much like, please don't feel like you need to shut yourself in the room. Join us. You've just got back from a gig. Beca- it's your house. Like, Artie's regale. just like, second. Yeah. Regale the tales. Yeah, regale the tales. To the non-binaries. To the non-binaries of the world. You're I was like, since on the on the hill with all the kids that are fucking... <laughs> under the lemon tree. 
And so then Artie's like, there's chocolate in the fridge. So I go get a Cadbury block of chocolate. And I sit back down with it. And it's got a person in a wheelchair on the front next to a surfboard. Okay. And exactly. And for some reason, I was like, we're going to talk about this. Uh. And I just didn't read the room at all. And mm. I was like, what the fuck is up with that? Nice. I was like, a, wheel, a person in a wheelchair? and a, People in wheelchairs can't surf. I was like, Valid. they can't. That is one of the only sports they actually can't do. Yeah. It is so, the legs are so integral to it. If you're in a wheelchair and you want to go surfing, I'm really sorry. Best we can do is a boogie. Yeah. Okay? You're boogie boarding. Brother, you're wahoo boarding. Like that's, it's like, yeah, man, man, you are, you, I'm sorry, brother. You're based on the shore. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm it. sorry. The ocean is not for you. The land is your thing now. That's your domain. That's your domain. All right. Flat. King of the land. Even land. King of the land though. King. King. Only of the land. Only of the land. The very flat, still land. Yes. With no bumps. Can't go in the ocean at all. Can't, I'm really sorry. This is going to be a real struggle for you. We'll sink. <laughs> Maybe a pool. But, but, but the surf? Just saying. Hard. Yeah. So I pretty much say that. Great. And then I get hit with the very fair, fair argument of like, oh, well, not everyone in a wheelchair is, you know, paraplegic. And I was like, yeah, well, then there's easier ways to get to the beach. Then getting in a wheelchair, 100%. and I've just I've realized I'm like I am too impassioned right now, yeah. and Rory and I have not hung out enough for her to be like ah yeah you know what I mean you and I were bitten by the same radioactive cunt spider <laughs> <laughs> for real dude that resonates so. Deeply of being like, I don't know why I feel a lot about this, mm. but I feel it. And then you realize that no one else actually thinks it's a thing. Yeah. Know? And there's no, you're just fucking up the vibe. Yeah. Because I've like, I've got questions like, what is the purpose of the wheelchair person on front of the Cadbury thing? Mm. I get the representation, but then why a surfboard? It doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Yeah. And then uh, sure, sure. There's a paraplegic surfing league. I guarantee you it's boogie boarding. <laughs> like, I guarantee sure. you it's a boogie board. I, none of the boys on Bondi Rescue have wheelchairs. Not at all. Let's start there. Yeah. They might rescue a few you, absolute brave ones. If you went to the beach and all the lifeguards are like, hey, man. <laughs> this is wheeling up this to wheel you. Like, hey, brother, enjoy the surf today. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to Bronte, That's man. fine, man. It's totally chill. <laughs> That's the beach you have an alert on your phone that says, don't forget to bring floaties. These cunts will not help you. It's a lifeguard wheeling up to you. Hey, hey man, we've got a southeasterly breeze and a bit of an undertow. Please don't get caught in it. I cannot help you. Cheers, Hoppo. Need help getting out of the sand? You see the fucking asbestos in the soil? Oh, there's so much asbestos in Sydney. Dude. And they just keep finding more parks. The fact that they're like all the soil. Yeah. <laughs> they send out an email to like news publications being like, all of the soil. <laughs> In Sydney City. He's <laughs> riddled with his best. <laughs> so much asbestos. We're just going to tape it off and see what happens. We're going to tape it off park by park very slowly. But just in case you were planning on eating the soil, <laughs> breathing the soil, being near the soil... Or just like hanging out adjacent to the soil, it will kill you. <laughs> it's, it's slowly and painful. It will get in your lungs. 
this beautiful. asbestos in the soil, this acid rain. Because <laughs> it sounds like a DC villain plot. Yeah. Where it's like the Joker put asbestos in all the soil around Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, the Dark Knight Returns Returns is just the... <laughs> well, Batman, I hope you brought your shoveling trowel. <laughs> the Dark Knight Red Fern. <laughs> the Dark Knight Red Fern. I have to get all the asbestos out of the soil. <laughs> Got to keep the people of Sydney safe. You merely adopted Camperdown Park. <laughs> I was born in it. <coughs> Molded by it. I didn't breathe asbestosless air since I, until I was already a man. Fucking <coughs> <coughs> about on his last breath. <laughs> that's the thing. With they, the mask, it keeps the asbestos That's actually out. a ventilator. <laughs> All you did was prove that Sydney Siders are stronger than you are. <sighs> What would I do if I were to breathe in this soil? It would be very painful. <laughs> you, you're a big guy. For, For you. <laughs> Just with like a really good K95 mask on. It's <laughs> best to see in the soil, dude. That's such a crazy fuck up. I d- d- do we even know how that happened? I'm telling you, man. It was a super villain plot Did done by... Dark Anthony Albanese. Do you know what it was? It was some. It was. It was. It was a guy who had just had enough of his fucking job. He's in asbestos removal, and he just had a brain fade. The trucker. He was like, "Look, we got to get rid of all this asbestos. Do we go to the asbestos removal plant, or do we go to where children are likely to be?" <laughs> and he's like, uh, the, uh, the second one, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm done. I'm it done. I don't as know. As easy as there was a truck labeled soil and a truck labeled asbestos. It's like, <laughs> remind me, which soil, which one does the soil go on and which one does the asbestos go on? And they all go to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> asbestos in the soil, soil in the asbestos. All right, boys. Say hello to your wife for me. <laughs> what another lovely day where nothing went wrong. <laughs> Three four days ago, I was watching I was watching some some porno, and it was this girl, and uh, she was like just giving a lot of dudes a bunch of suck jobs, and I don't normally go into the, in for that, sure, but I like her work, and sure. so she's she's going nuts, and then she just gets down to the one last guy she's done so well, he's close, so am I, nice, really really bring it home, really yeah yeah I was like let's fucking go, you back at command, bring it home for us, bring it home brother, I'm working hard, and then he goes. Look up at me while you do that. And she does. And then she she pulls the dick out of her mouth and goes, y'all like my eyes, don't you? Oh, She's no. got, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. And then she kind of giggled. Very playful, suits her. She's, mm-hmm. uh, she's got really beautiful big eyes with the wingtips on and whatnot. And then she goes, it, and then she makes a little laugh and then goes back to sucking. And the moment she gets back to it, you just hear a voice behind the camera be like, well, it is because you have beautiful Adriatic eyes that are not too close together, but not too far away. And the wingtips accentuate your cheekbones. <laughs> it just fucking came out of nowhere and she had a face on her that was like I'm gonna suck past this <laughs> I'm gonna have to suck past this <laughs> I'm gonna suck past this I gotta be honest brother I might have to suck past this <laughs> and it was so beautifully timed I died laughing and had to move on where it was just 
Yeah, it's very Adriatic. They're not too far, not too close. The wingtips, they accentuate your cheekbones. <laughs> Porn is funny every now and again, dude. So I love when it's doesn't realize how fucking cringe it is. Mm. Especially if you're like, I went through like a little scene of like, I'm only watching vintage porn for a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I'm only watching vintage stuff that feels like more natural in some way where I'm like, vintage porn is literally just quite the, very much just the act of sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, well, you get on there and you have sex, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't shave, I mean? just get in there. It's very literally the act of sex. Yeah. You've never seen more literal sex in your life. I think that's the thing. Absolutely Vintage not. Vintage porn, they're not fucking like upside down and shit. Yeah. yeah where yeah. it's like, welcome to the goon chamber. <laughs> 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 like, oh, what the fuck? There is no <laughs> 70s sissy hypno porn. No, dude. Yeah, see, look at it. You got soft knees. Yeah, they're not like You'd flashing. You'd make a great woman. They're not like flashing black and white tits and you to like pump up the jam, pump it up. I think it's still got a bit of that 70s thing going on. They still got like... Dude's eating pussy badly. It's <laughs> got his like fucking solid stroke. forehead on the, they got it on the clit shake. You remember before like, when they were trying to invent sex moves? <laughs> oh yeah, well, oh, well, so what we do is we get the forehead on the clit, <laughs> you get it wet with a little bit of moisturizer <laughs> and then you just fucking shake your head. There was an era of porn where they were trying out different kind of sex moves. And it resulted in shit like that, where the guy's like, yeah, you like that? And just 100% like, <laughs> this, this woman's like, contractually, head to, yes? Head to pussy, just doof, doof, doof. Like Homer against the wall. How, how I'm going to come out. It feels more natural. It feels more farm to table. You just mm. need to stop. You need to, once you have the thought, you need to get out of your head immediately that most of them are probably dead. <laughs> <laughs> And that's what fucked it up for me. I had to go back. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Everyone in this gangbang is so dead. Dude. Just being like, oh, she's no longer with us. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck. Just like Nan. <laughs> oh. God, everyone dies. And then you're there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then you come really, really hard. Yes. You're fucked. So I have to go back to the modern goon chamber because... <laughs> At least they were still kicking. You're pretty confident Abella Danger is alive right now. Has to be. Um, I, actually, this is what I'm going to say. The other funniest <laughs> porn I've ever watched <laughs> was two really burly dudes going at it. Sick. Really hard. Mad. Every now and then, I'm fucking into that. Sure. And then one of them goes, oh, I'm a little girl for you. And the other guy goes, you're a little girl. <laughs> He's got like this massive fucking beard. Yeah, they love being little girls. And it's like, dude, I hate to break this to you. You're a full-grown man. You're a full-grown man. And this is embarrassing. <laughs> this, I was like, this is not cool, man. Have they done... you? Because you're in the gay porn sphere. Have they done a parody of the UFC yet? Uh, well, they Called do... Called, like, the, the FUC? They do the... Gay. That's funny. FUC gay. FUC gay, dude. They do... um Fucking Ultimate Club. Well, they, you know those fight... Those uh, those fight fuck videos? I've seen the ones where they're, like... Re like uh, but I've seen the... Like, the... Uh, when They're kind of, like, wrestling. They're not, like... There would, there's got to be a, it like, the boys unwind after the UFC. Dude. New franchise idea. Right. The UFC, but it's live gay sex. And it, <laughs> we turned it into porn. <laughs> we turned it into porn. And it has the same thing where we have, like, press conferences. You, like, pre-fight. It's like, well, I get in there, I'm going, fuck the fuck out of him, dude. Okay, all right. And, but it has to be a little bit of fighting. Yeah. But it has to end in, in having gay sex. Okay. You bet on who's topping and who's bottoming. Yes, dude. 
Like that's and you get points awarded based on how long you spent on top. Uh huh. And then every like three minutes, ding ding ding, you have to change position. That's great. And if you if you as the top do not last all eight rounds, yeah, the bottom wins. That's great. So you're both the one doing the fucking is motivated to not come, and the yes. one getting fucked is like, I am I am making the rules you. are already in place. We have had three solid banger ideas. We just need like a couple like. Thousand dollars. That's all we're asking. We just, but like, if we we could prove a concept, a couple of gay dudes that love the UFC that have some sort of MMA mm-hmm. training that also have a per, and they're gay, so personality isn't an issue. Yeah, they're gonna be great for TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, the trash true. talk is gonna be very good instead of what it is now, where it's just like two deeply straight Brazilians fucking up English in the worst way, yeah. <laughs> being like, "I fuck your plant." <laughs> if he was caught, I would not drive him. <laughs> He has a shoddy car. I say this to the guy saying that he is going to be mean to me on Saturday night. You are not going to be mean to me. I am going to be mean to you. <laughs> you start going, just, just, I will in fact be very mean. You are not mean at all. No like, mean bone in your body. You are meanless. <laughs> meanless. That's why Conor McGregor I came f- around. fuck your dog. <laughs> like dog. It is. That's why, I'll tell you, no, that's why Chael Sonnen was the best because most of his opponents were foreign. Right. And so he was really good at trash talking and none of them could get them back. So he'd be like, I saw I saw Silvio. He was feeding a bus a carry. He thought it was a horse. <laughs> Great. Saw, right? And the guy's like, why he said this? <laughs> you know, he's, I can't hit it back at all. Why he said this? I, I know feed bus carrot. <laughs> oh, dude. It was just watching him slam dunk on immigrants every fight fuck until hell. one of them beat the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. And now he's the one feeding the bus carrots. Yes, dude. You got to you gotta get around Chael Sonnen. Okay. How he's do you... Chael, than C-H-A-L-E? C-H-A-E-L. C-H-A-E-L. Chael. Love Chael Sonnen. Dude. Anyway, so the gay version of that. Yeah. Right? And then the belt has a part where you can put your cock through. <laughs> <laughs> Idea done. <laughs> All right, guys. Hopefully this one came out and we're here for you. Uh, as I as I always say, tickets are available for Melbourne Comedy Festival, Sydney Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival. Brisbane dates will be announced for probably June. Um, also, Alex Milinkovic, Comedy Untamed, the full fucking hour. You got a oh, great yeah, fucking set on YouTube. Oh, yeah, it's on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, my, my full set from the Untamed Showcase is now on YouTube if you wanted to check that out. Um, uh, yeah, it's there. It's like 12 minutes. 